Hey guys, I know you haven't heard from me in a few weeks, so let's start with the updates. Good news, I'm making progress on my senior thesis. Yeah, I didn't have to do any double work, which is good, which is what my whole procrastination thing was about. I didn't want to have to do something and then go back and change it. Um, the project... I've made some updates to it, and I presented the proposal to the panel, and I think it went, you know, kind of okay. So now it's just to move on to the next step. Well, I'm waiting to get the okay to move on to the next step, which is the actual research. So uh, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of work, but at least it's a next step in finishing this shit literally <laughs> um another good thing is that i finally got the bush in my yard cut it was getting kind of out of hand and it wasn't my fault because i called the guy in time before it got so bad but he had issues with his um walker to come and cut so he had to carry that to service and then the people was taking so long to get it back and then in between that time it had a lot of rain so more bush grew up so it's like ugh. and it really dampens my mood when the yard is in a mess because then i can't go out and do my gardening i can't enjoy the yard as how i would like to because it's just bush everywhere Right, and then, oh, I passed my 34th birthday. The day itself was school. I don't have any complaints. I got my chocolate cake and a big tub of coconut ice cream. Still have some ice cream, so that's good. The only problem is the whole time I was stressing out. Yeah, not so much for the project and the presentation and all of that but because I got some unexpected news and that kind of led to the end of a, a long relationship that probably shouldn't have lasted that long to begin with but say what I don't regret the relationship I just it, it came to a point where i didn't like the situation I was in or placed in, so I just decided to not deal with it anymore. So heartbreak sucks. And it's even worse when the person wasn't even yours to begin with. It really did throw me into a deep depression, but meditation helps sometimes. And other times it's just, you know, liming with some people who really knows how to hype me up and uplift my spirits. So I'll get over it eventually. And maybe I'll give you a full story at another time. Not in this episode. Or at least I'll give you my version of what happened. But in honor of No Nut November... This episode is dedicated to 
masturbation. Hiana, if you're ever stuck with making a difficult decision, you don't know which choice that you should choose, or you have too much options to choose from, try masturbating. It helps. <laughs> it really does help. I've done it before and it did help me make the choice. And it, it turned out, you know, to be good. It benefited me in the long run. You see, masturbation releases that feel-good chemicals in your brain that helps you to calm down and declutters your mind. It is awesome. Masturbation is awesome. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise because over the years we have had a lot of nonsense shown at us about masturbation and what it could cause and what it could lead to, but don't take on anything. It just helps to try it. But you have to have patience. You have to have a positive attitude for it. And you also need to practice. Yeah, practice. Because it doesn't come easy for some of us. Well, at least I know for me it didn't come easy. I had to learn how to do it. I had to explore my body, sit down and try different things, different techniques to figure out how should I really have masturbation work for me and benefit me and help me to get to that point where everybody else gets to. So the right attitude and mindset will help you open the door for you to really and truly and fully explore masturbation because all the nonsense that we've heard, all these negative bullshit, it just, it brings us down. Because even though we ignore those things and we still go ahead and do masturbation or we still try different things, just, you know, it, it always comes back up in the back of your mind at some point in time that, should I really be doing this? This might be a little wrong or... Depend on what kind of technique you're using or, you know, whether you watch a special kind of porn or you do a special kind of something. You would always have it that, you know, this might be a little weird or off or wrong. Don't even study that. Just go ahead and do your thing. And I know for some, you know, for some couples, they also have issues with masturbation. If you're thinking you're single or you're doing anything by yourself and you have problems, imagine you being in a relationship where you, you, know, you have your partner, your person there, and they masturbating. And you do. for some people, it just throws them off. They take a big offense seeing their partner masturbating. And I don't understand why. Some of them, of course, they would think that, why are you masturbating? Maybe... Am I not sexy enough for you? Or is our sex life not satisfying enough for you that you have to go and masturbate? Some people really do think that. And some, for some strange reason, some other people might think that because their person is masturbating, that they're cheating on them in some way, shape, or form. You know, you have some people who just overthink things, and they just, you know, go off or they're all up in their head and they be like, why? Are you cheating on me? No. It's just something that, you know, feels good. And it's something that they want to do, so they will do it. It doesn't have anything 
well, I shouldn't say it doesn't have anything to do with the partner, but it masturbation for most people is a private thing. It's a personal thing. They do it because it feels good. That's in, that is the number one reason why people do it, because it feels good, right? And uh, as I said, some for some people, it doesn't come easy, so they practice, and practice makes perfect. But the beauty here, the beauty in masturbation is that there's no perfect way or no one way or one technique to getting off. There's nothing or no one could come and say, hey, this is how you have to masturbate in order for you to be satisfied with it. Or this is how you have to masturbate in order for you to come or for you to release or for you to get that good feeling from it. Right? And uh, practicing helps. You try different techniques, different strategies. You could use toys. You could watch porn. You know, you do it in front of a mirror to see what you're doing. Or if, you, if you like that kind of stuff, there's nothing wrong with using a mirror. Or you could do it in front of a camera. You know, cameras are okay too, If you, again, if you're into that. You do it in front of your partner, which is always a turn on. Some people actually like to see their partner masturbate. And I have no problem with that. I've tried that already. It's kind of fun. You could do it at the office or you have a little corner in your home. You could do it in your bathroom, on your bed, on the floor, wherever. Wherever you feel comfortable and the mood takes you, try it. Do it. You would not be, how to put it, you would not be disappointed when you do it and it really does help you to feel good or feel better afterwards all right so try it masturbate don't don't give into the nonsense um if your partner if you're in a relationship or a couple or whatever however your dynamic is and the person takes offense to you masturbate and just sit them down and explain to them it's not to, nothing to do with you. It's nothing negative to do with you. It's just something that, you know, you like to do. And you've done it before you met them and you would like to continue doing it after or during however the case is. <laughs> if somebody breaks up with you because you masturbate and then that person has real issues and they need to go and find themselves and do some masturbation and realize what is good. Yeah? So... Masturbation is nice. It's great. It's fun. You can try different things. And I mean, I would say nothing is too weird, but then everything is subjective and relative to your situation. So whatever suits you, feel free. Run with it. Through trial and error, I have found that using just my hands to masturbate doesn't work for me. The stimulation that I require, <laughs> the stimulation that I need in order for me to really enjoy masturbation is too much for my little hands to manage. So I have invested in my own self-pleasure and bought some toys. Yeah. And I, I truly like my toys. 
they make everything much easier and a whole lot of fun. And I like to give my toys, well, the ones that I've purchased recently, I mean, I mean recently, the ones that I have purchased since moving out from my parents' home. And I really have the, the privacy to fully enjoy masturbation and my own space and all of that. I like to give them cute girl names, with the exception of Hulk. Hulk, Hulk needed to be Hulk. He could, I couldn't give him a cute girl name. So yeah, Hulk is a guy. All right, well, I, I put him as a male, but I'm not going to tell you what he is. I'll just leave that to your imagination. But I will tell you, though, that, you know, my first toy was a, a mini bullet vibrator. Oh, no, wait, wait. Yeah. My first toy was a guy. Well, I gave it guy names. And the thing with it, it was a two-in-one toy. So it was a mini bullet vibrator that came with a sleeve. So I gave the the bullet itself one name and the sleeve another name. So I called the bullet Bob, which is short for battery-operated boyfriend. And uh, the sleeve I named Spike because it literally had spikes on it, but not, not as intense as the spikes that you know, is on that wolf tooth sleeve thing that is making it strong around the internet. It's, it's not as bad as that. And remember, this is mini. That That is a full-size thing. I wonder if that really selling. I should look for it, you know, and find out. Anyway, yeah, so I had Bob and Spike, two-in-one mini vibrator and sleeve. And it was, it was fun. But like I said, I in previous podcasts before, it just wasn't my thing. Even though I tried, I find that it was it was too much for me. <laughs> I didn't have the patience. I think I didn't have the patience at the time. And it's not that I had all those negative things in my head. It's just that at the time I was living home, again, in my parents' house, and at any point in time, anybody could walk into my room because nobody really respects your privacy when you're living at home with a family and they have so much people in the house. So, yeah, I was uncomfortable in the space, for one, and I find it was taking too long. Even, you know, like midnight or any night or early in the morning when they try something because, you you know, other people are sleeping and it wouldn't be disturbed. It still, it still wasn't working for me. So it was fun, but I didn't use them much. And eventually they just kind of died a natural death. <laughs> and when I mean died a natural death, the sleeve got, you know, old and worn out. So it stretched out and the um, actual bullet itself, the paint on the outside, whatever metallic thing that they used to color it, it started to chip off, the batteries died and it started to rust, and I was like, you know what? Throw it away. Throw it away. But I have gotten new and more sophisticated toys now. So I'm having a blast with them. I'm not going to lie. To the point where... 
I won't say I got addicted and was using them every night, but it was, you know, quite regular. And I've even used them, you know, with, well, there's only one partner I've used them with, which is um, King Supreme, the guy. But, you know, it was uh, a different kind of fun when I was using than when than I was using it by myself. So it's it's not better or worse. It's not that I prefer to use them with someone or without someone or by myself. It's just a different kind of experience. Both were equally satisfying to me. So whether I use them by myself or I use them with someone, it's fun all around. So it's it's not a preference to have one over the other. It's just a different experience. And interesting, I should say. Different and interesting experiences. Okay, so let me give you some fun facts about masturbation. One, it is one of the quickest ways to getting an orgasm than... If you, you know, going to have sex with a partner to get an orgasm. So if you want, you know, a quick release, you need to get that orgasm, you need to get those chemicals flowing, then, you know, do some masturbation. Number two, some people may prefer it to partner sex, but this can also be kind of a myth. It, it just depends on the person. Because for most people, even though they really do enjoy masturbation, it does not satisfy them enough or as much as partnered sex would. So they don't really feel complete when they masturbate. And I can understand that. So that's why they would still prefer to have sex with a partner and orgasm through that. No problem. But for those who prefer masturbation over partnered sex, it could mean that their sex life is not as satisfying as it's supposed to be or they don't have sex, a sex life that, you know, provides them with the intensity that they need in order to feel complete, so they prefer to masturbate. So you can think of it like, you know, for like in some women who don't climax during sex, you know, with a guy. So it's almost the same thing. With It's kind of sad, though, for those who don't climax with a partner, but, I mean, in due time, everything takes practice and some experience. Number three, which is, this one is a kind of controversial topic, but just hear me out because it makes sense. By allowing children to masturbate, you are sexualizing them. This is a huge myth, and here's why. All children self-stimulate. They explore their bodies through sensation, and this is from a physiological standpoint. It has been proven that even babies in the womb masturbate. They may not masturbate like how we know masturbation, but they masturbate. Children masturbate, again, not as how adults or how we know to masturbate, but masturbate, but they do, right? And this is why the human body reacts to stimulation. There are different parts of the body, whether it's erogenous or not. Once it's stimulated, it produces an unpredicted response that may feel 
rewarding to the pleasure principles or the pleasure, the pleasure senses of the brain. So this would explain um, men who get erections or stay erected during rape. And I'm not talking about rape from another man. I'm talking about rape particularly from a woman because this is, you know, a lot of people argue that um, or they would want to argue that a woman can't rape a man because he would get an erection and he would, you know, and I don't want to say enjoy, but the stimulation was going to feel good. And that is why a lot of people grapple with the whole idea of rape and a lot of people think, well, if you would enjoy it, if, you know, just try it or whatever, when things are forced on you because your body would react in a certain way, right? But it's not the case. Your body's reacting due to the stimulus. It comes like, um, you know, how some people like, you know, head massages. It, it stimulates them. It relaxes them. Um, some people like um, foot fetishes. Um, some people like, you know, their ears to be rubbed in a certain way or they like certain things to be done to their hands or legs and it feels good for them and it stimulates and arouses them. Whether they enjoy the arousal, yes or no, it's just their body's natural response to the stimuli. Right, so bringing it back to the children now, they're saying children needs to be taught that masturbation is a private act, and this is for children. In the case of children, huh? children needs to be taught that masturbation is a private act, and it is best done when they are alone in their own bedrooms or the that safe space that they have, and that their bodies are supposed to feel good. And this goes back to the um, the saying that I the thing that I said before in an episode before is that people teach you all the ups and the downs and the ins and outs of sex and masturbation and all of that, but they don't teach you the pleasure the pleasure aspect of it, and that is what sparks the curiosity in people and children especially. You're telling them everything but yet you're doing it or they're seeing other people doing it. So then there must be something that is pleasing or satisfying or rewarding by doing these things. And so that is what, despite all the negative stuff that you're throwing at them or shoving on your throat, they're still curious as to why people do it because it feels good. So if you let them know that, yes, if you do certain things, you're going to feel the stimulus and it may be, rewarding to you, it may feel good to you, this and that could also happen to you. So just bear that in mind. Know that, yes, this is what's happening. It feels good as well, but also know this, that, and the other, so that they could make better and informed decisions. So research shows that age-appropriate education from an informed parent or an adult about the body but is better by an informed parent about the body and its sexual functions actually results in less sexual promiscuity or risk taking in adolescence. However, they did warn that excessive masturbation in young children might need consideration to see if the child is anxious, neglected, or stressed. And when they mean excessive, I think they would mean that a child who is masturbating every day, sometimes multiple times for the day, then it could mean that 
they're trying to stimulate that pleasure principle to get away from some negative aspect of their life, whether it's school or they're being bullied or, you know, they're being, um, like they said, neglected, they're anxious or stressed about something. You need to, you know, observe those things and get into it. And I know a lot of people don't like to think of children as sexual beings or masturbating and everything as sexualizing, sexualizing, sexualizing children especially with the whole, you know, inclusivity thing and the, the whole, you know, LGBTQ2I, which is, that term is getting too long to see. But yeah, that whole thing that they're shoving on everyone's throat and they want everybody to be inclusive. I know it's a sore and it's a controversial and it's just a, a you know, a topic that has been, having too much attention at this point in time that shouldn't be so just make sure that you educate children well that's all they will make better decisions once they know what they're dealing with and number four masturbation teaches you about your body and one thing that i've always stood by is that through exploration. You find out what you like and what you don't like. If you try something and you like it, then you do it again. If you try it, you don't like it, then you know you're not going to do it again. Or if you think that you should like it or you want to like it and you try it again and it's still not working for you, then, you know, give up. It's not, probably it's not for you. You don't have to like everything, right? And, uh, you can share this information with your partner. You share what you like, what you don't like, so that you can have a better, you can have better sex, more rewarding and satisfying sex. Because your partner is not going to automatically know what you like, right? Or what you don't like. So you have to tell them, actually tell them what you like and what you don't like. And the only way how you're going to know that is if you explore your own body through masturbation, through whatever. Explore your body know what you like, what you don't like, right? And uh, it's just going to be better for you in the long run. And uh, to me, it's better if you explore your body through masturbation. I mean, I did it another way wrong and I turned out okay. But, you know, if you really want to explore your body and get to know what you yourself like, try, try through masturbation first. And then try it with somebody else. Try it with your partner afterwards. All right? And before I go, I'd just like to say, you know, two points. One for the ladies, one for the guys. For the ladies, if you don't know what it tastes like or you don't like what it tastes like, then don't expect your partner to like it or want to do it or to eat it out all the time. You know, know what it tastes like. If you don't like it, and you want to change it, change your diet, visit the doctor. If something is wrong, yeah, you know, you go, you balance your hormones, you fix it up, you organize yourself, no problem. But you can't expect a man or your partner, whoever it is, to want to eat you out all the time and you don't like the taste of your own self. Come on. It's not a horrible taste. It's just different from what you would taste every day. <laughs> right and uh, it's, it's 
it's difficult to describe what it tastes like and everyone's taste is unique so just you know just try it taste it get familiar with how you taste and how you smell so that if anything is off you would know and you would you know take the necessary steps to correct it and for the guys some women don't like all that bush i mean like me i don't i don't necessarily like all the bush surrounding the penis you know so do some manscaping down there just trim it down no one says you have to go and you know cut all off or shave it every day or you're gonna have to wax it off or anything like that and this could also applies for the women as well you know but make sure you do some manscaping trim it down keep it to, you know short when it's starting to get a little too overdone you know trim it down and this is to me it's proper hygiene because it's easier to manage um order when you landscape down there and you get to see if anything is going on with the skin around the area you know and and just anything at all whether it's rash um ingrown hairs buttons pimples any change in the coloration of your skin and it's going to be easier for you to deal with than having to fight through all the bush you know, so just make sure and keep down there. You don't have to be silky smooth. You don't have to go and wax. You don't have to shave every day. But keep it, you know, keep it low. Keep it low and manageable. And wash your ass. <laughs> so for men, when you're going to your next dick appointment, make sure you wash your ass because the smell down there as well for some of these men. And I know men, just like women, they have your natural odor, your natural musk, but at the same time, you know, don't kill us with the smell now. Try your best. All right. Until next time, people.